Rachel unlocked her apartment door and looked around. Since it was evening, she had to be extra careful when walking home alone. She greeted her ginger cat and locked the door while dropping her leather bag on the couch. She took out a microwave dinner and popped it in the microwave. A leather yellow-paged book caught her attention lying on the counter, a book she had found a day ago stashed with several others that were referred to as off-the-shelf books, books that had basically reached their expiry date. Rachel was a librarian, and over the years had grown quite a talent for finding rare books hidden among thousands of other books. This book was different, though. It had no title on the front, nor did it have any text on the back. She ate her supper alone since her husband was working late shift at the hospital. On such a night there was no dishes or anything to worry about, except her book and a glass of wine. This journal is the property of Michael Colony, born on January the 3rd, 1839. One could easily see the age of the book, judging by its paper and faded writing. First thing she noticed was that some of the earlier pages of the book must have been torn out or came loose during its years at the library but it did not matter as it still contained the character and true life events that formed an important part of its history, the tales it tells. She made herself comfortable on the couch, and so the story began. September the 2nd, 1859 We woke up this morning to a sky of red, green and purple. It was the first time in my life experiencing such a beauty of nature. No one knew how it happened, but I hope that within my lifetime I might get to witness such an event again. Everyone watched as it faded away, leaving only clear skies and the normal light of day behind. I knew the paper would be full of speculation, but that normal life would, in a short period of time, continue. With the election fast approaching, I had thought it best to leave New York as soon as possible before the crowded streets and transport matters would become a problem. Since I told father about my decision, he has been very supportive. It's only mother that concerns me, as she has not taken the news very well. I have always looked up to my father for being the man he was. His story of success started at around the same age as mine, and I will follow in his footsteps. He was born a lumberjack, and so was I, and it runs in our history and our blood. Oregon will be my end destination, known for its many paper mills and the Clackamas River. It is still a young town, not even thirty years of age, and still growing day by day, the perfect place, I guess, to grow up together. But there was one matter that I still needed to resolve. Emily. I have not told her yet, and I do not know how to break the news to her father, Michael said, closing his journal. Tell Emily the truth, Michael, his mother replied, as she was busy setting the table preparing for dinner. If she truly loves you, she will understand, my son. It was no easy road for me and your mother either, but here we are still together. I will break the news to her tomorrow, then. I realize I am not being kind in terms of time, but I can't delay it any longer. Michael replied. Only a week to go, my son, his father said, watching as his mother ran into the kitchen, covering her nose with her hanky, crying. Such a short time left, my father said, and to be honest, I am eager to leave, eager to begin my new life as a lumberjack, and maybe one day 
even become camp boss. I feel for mother, but the time to spread my wings has come. September the 7th, 1859 After what the papers call the Carrington event, which occurred a week ago, that magical sky that is so difficult to forget caused chaos for father, who could not send or receive any telegrams for days, the two being connected somehow. I was ready and set to leave New York and its busy life behind. I did break the news to Emily, and she did not take it well either, just like my mother. She did, however, tell me how selfish I am for only thinking of myself. What is it with women and their fragile hearts? So now I am a single man again, but one not seeking any company at this stage. Since Oregon is still fairly new, I am looking forward to my journey there by wagon, something I have never done.